Welcome to the third episode of Deep Cuts, Phoenix Magazine's music podcast, where we chat with local musicians and dive deep into what songs and artists move and motivate them. I'm the Mag's associate editor, Madison Rutherford. And I'm Ellie Willard, a local musician and music teacher who also happens to be the photo intern this summer at Phoenix Magazine, and I'm so excited to be co-hosting with Madison. Joining us today on the podcast are Tony Hall and Ben McMillan from Phoenix indie band Reruns. So let's start by having you guys tell us a little bit about your respective musical backgrounds. When did you start taking an interest in music? Ben, I'll, I'll let you take that one. Okay. I feel like yours is more interesting. <laughs> so music-wise, I mean, I started playing guitar when I was in like fourth grade, I think. I was really into heavy metal, which is really funny because like through fourth to like sixth grade, I was super into like Slayer and Metallica and stuff like that, which is really funny because I like we don't sound like that at all. <laughs> no. But um, so I was really into that, and then I got into like skating, and then I kind of like you know stopped playing guitar for a while. I took like a three, four year break from it, and then I got back into it. I was really into, like Mac DeMarco and things like that, and so I kind of started playing more like indie music, things things like that, and I kind of lost all my my good guitar chops, so I kind of relearn it, but. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I've been playing since then. <clears throat> yeah, my story is not, it's not that crazy. But when I was in middle school, my best friend at the time, uh, he played drums and he was pretty good at it. And I was just super interested. And he recommended, um, I forgot what the place was called. Do you remember? It was over there by, it was in, um, by in Greyhawk that the stages music stages music. music so he was yeah. getting drum lessons from stages music shout out Jim uh, Jim the drummer uh, so I got music lessons I had my mom sign me up and I started doing drum lessons there for about I'd say a year a year or a little less and then um, then I moved to Florida I moved to Florida for a year um, did eighth grade and freshman year there and didn't do any drumming then I came back got back in with stages music did a little bit more drum lessons and then kind of fell off high school and stuff like you just kind of you know you're all over the place yeah, yeah all over the you're place like getting busy place. doing a bunch of stuff so anyways <laughs> um but then fast forward i think was it junior well 2018 were we juniors believe so yeah okay yeah, so yeah. 20 like a 2018 um i was working working at starbucks which was my first job and that's how i met nathan um, and he was telling me how he was into music and trying to start a band. And one thing led to another. Our manager had an extra drum set that I could use, and it was pretty crappy at the time, but I started using it. We started practicing together. And with my little experience, I was pretty rocky at first, but I just kind of self-taught along the way. And fast forward yeah. to now, I've just everything else is kind of just learned on my own. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's super awesome. Um, and so you kind of touched on it, but I guess we'll dive a bit deeper into that, like focusing fully on reruns. Yeah. So how did you guys form the band? How did you get involved, Ben? And how did that go? Okay. Well, so he, you met Nathan through Starbucks. Right. And right. so they were, yeah, they were like, um, Nathan's like, hey, I'm a guitar player. Because Nathan had been like 
playing, collecting guitars. I think that dude had like six guitars at that point. Yeah, he was super. <laughs> he was super into music. Like it was music yeah. was really big for him. So he was really into that, and then he obviously like you, you worked with him. So yeah, guys got together and yeah, he would. He had started a small little band, um, to like a two piece thing that they were trying to do with another coworker of ours at Starbucks. And I had just mentioned one day that I played drums. I was just like, yeah, I did drum lessons a little bit. Like I kind of can mess around, like whatever. And he got super excited. He was like, we should try and like get together and start something. So funny story, the original band idea from Nathan was gonna be a band called Holidays with a Z, <laughs> like H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E. Yeah, I that. So yeah, that was pretty much it. And then um, Nathan had moved here from California after he graduated high school. He's older than us by a couple years. Yes. Um, <laughs> he just turned 23. Yeah. Oh. Um, Right. So anyways, um, so I met Nathan through Starbucks and then Ben and I went to high school together. Yeah. So through working with Nathan, introduced Ben to us yeah. or to the band thing. And then Ben just started kind of messing around and like practicing with us. And then the rest is kind of history. Yeah, exactly. We just started jamming in the garage. I had like just kind of got back into guitar. I don't think I was like fully back into it yet. So I had my like metal like Ibanez and I brought it to practice and like knew like the couple chords I remembered from like the songs I learned here and there. And then we just uh, decided to jam yeah. in the garage and we still jam in our garage. Yeah, it was a lot of just like jamming, <laughs> just a lot of jamming in my garage at my house and just messing around before it became anything like serious at all. Yeah. But. Was there like an aha moment for you when you're like, okay, let's take this a little more seriously? Nothing. I think, yeah, I think there was. I think it was when we went down to, where did we go? We went somewhere out in Mesa to a music store, remember? And then that coffee shop after. It was, oh, downtown Mesa. It's a lost Dutchman coffee. I never yeah, like, we were there. Well, there. We yeah. were there. We went to a music store there, <laughs> and then we were at that coffee shop. Milano's music. And it was a long time ago, but I just, I think we were just talking about the idea of trying to start a band. And I think um, we had, by that time, I think we had come up with the name already. And so. we had posted on Instagram, on all of our separate Instagrams, saying, like, um, I think it was looking for a bass player, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we were looking for a bass Which, player. Story of our lives. It's still the same. Yeah, we made today. Instagram that day. It's still, still yeah. the same thing today. Looking for a bass player. <laughs> but um yeah, so we had posted that. We we're like, hey, starting a band, like looking for a bass player. And that was that was pretty much it. Yeah, that was like the first kind of time that we were like, all right, let's do this. Nice. I'm sensing a theme of coffee in this origin story. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of coffee. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, honestly. They're yeah. Drinking, yeah. drinking coffee That's as we what, speak. Yeah. CBD yeah. infused nitro yeah. cold brew. Yeah, we're just we're granola like that. Sponsored by coffee. <laughs> Love it. Um, so I'm curious, how did the pandemic the pandemic affect the band? Um, what was going on at that time for you guys? How did it, you know, alter what was happening with the band at the time? Uh, so yeah, like so. 2019, that's when we started taking things more seriously. So we started playing more house shows, and we ended up playing like shows at Rebel Lounge, and like I think one at the Trunk Space. Rhythm Room. Rhythm Room. Rhythm we played room. them on the Rhythm That room. was our first big, like, big. full venue. Yeah, like, real venue show. I was so nervous for that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we started actually getting shows and like, you know, we started playing shows like Bummer Girl and uh, Ring Finger and things like that. Ring Finger went to the same high school as us. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we, yeah, all we, intertwined. We, all we intertwined. We go back Griffin and David and all of them. So, um, 
but yeah, so we were just playing shows 2019 and that year. And then I think we played one in January of 2020. So that's like right before it happened. Yeah, that was the house show, right? Yeah, it was like the 2020 house yeah, show. Yeah, so Mickey, Mickey, shout out Mickey Buzzkill on Instagram. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he is filling in for bass for us right now. Um, but yeah, he had a house show in 2020 in January. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, that was pretty fun. And then the Under Pressure Music Festival. Oh yeah, we're gonna do a music festival. And I think it was like first Friday, so it was gonna be on Roosevelt. Um, and that was gonna be March like 13th, something like that. Oh, that's and like so, right when Yeah, it and so that got down. canceled, and then this is like that. And so like, like, so we just kind of started jamming. We started, I think we released like a couple songs on like SoundCloud, just like us in our garage jamming. I think we only had a song called like social distancing, which was really fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh my God. yeah. I think um, I think the pandemic though, I think it did really affect us and everybody in the music yeah, scene a lot. And a lot of I know a lot of venues were struggling a lot. Even Rebel Lounge, I remember they yeah, were posting a lot, were, trying to save what was it? Save, save the stages. Save the stages. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like in my view of our band and our little um, lifetime here, um, it definitely took a big hit. I think we were on a roll back then and doing really well and things were really hot and shows were really well um and then we had that music festival coming up and that was a huge deal that was like super awesome this girl that we had known she had put it together and it was supposed to be like this huge thing like there was all these physical tickets there was a photo shoot for all the bands at this like really photo shoot too really really professional (laughs) yeah this really professional place we had like a legit full-on photo shoot she was gonna have like all these pictures of all these different bands to promote and all this stuff and then yeah, COVID hit and we just never heard from them. Like, it got canceled. It got canceled. It was like, we're just going to be in like a couple weeks, you know. They, you yeah, know, reschedule and stuff. And then like, there was just like, schedule and after schedule that, and nothing. Yeah. And then, yeah, we kind of just went back to the garage and playing music and just going back to our old thing. And I know we were definitely eager, uh, eager to get back out. Oh, definitely, definitely. But yeah, just kind of made everybody go back, go back to hiding. No. Oh. It's crazy. Yeah. No, and I feel like only recently has it been kind of getting back into normal Definitely. and obviously live shows been coming back like into mm-hmm. the full swing again. For sure. Uh, and so that kind of goes into this last Saturday, you guys organized a house show, which was benefiting a pro-choice organization. Mm-hmm. All the proceeds from that was donated to it. So could you, could you tell us a little bit about that planning process and what inspired you to host that benefit show? Yeah. So Nathan, who couldn't be here, unfortunately, um, he was actually the one that put it together. So I'll leave all the credit to him. Um, it was his idea. He, um, a couple of months ago, was talking with his girlfriend and just wanted to do something good, you know, do, do something good, but, you know, tie it into the music and tie it into, you know, playing a show. Um, but yeah, it was really just like a sort of just kind hearted idea that he had and wanted to do something nice and put it all together himself. Um, and yeah. And then Saturday happened, so. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about how the show went, house show. It was really well. Um, I think it was. I think it was a pretty good turnout. We've never been to the. What was it? The Alibi, Alibi House. Yeah. Alibi yeah. House. Um, I've I've never played there. We've never played there before. I think you yeah. you've been there. I went you there to saw... see like Bummer Girl, and then I really liked it because it was like that kind of the perfect like house show environment. It's not like you're outside and it's like didn't sound that great like you're inside the crowds look right there and it was, oh, it was fun you guys killed it as well mm-hmm. slug bug thank you killed it <laughs> and then ubc ultraviolet communication killed it so it was, it was a good lineup honestly yeah um, it's fun house shows i enjoy house shows they're always i i like them a lot it's more like personal 
and close up. Yeah, so less a, intimidating. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was a good turnout, good time. Definitely would go back to the Alibi House. Oh, definitely, yeah. Right on. Um, so give us a glimpse into what it's like to see you guys live. Do you have a favorite song that you like to play live that's your favorite and why? Um, so like some we have some songs off our first EP that we still play. Our first EP we usually kind of we like kind of moved past that. There's a couple songs on there that like sometimes we, we yeah. still play sometimes. Yep. We played Okay Cool, which is one of the songs of the EP that we hadn't played in so long. Um, and that was really fun. Yeah. As far as a favorite though, honestly, as much as I want to try and come up with a favorite, I don't think we have a favorite song that we really like to play. Yeah. I mean like Jack um, Honey is kind of a fun song. Yeah. There is a little more yeah, energetic. The energetic ones are usually a little yeah little there's fun jack here, honey but. jack honey that'll be out um are we releasing that as a single yeah. or yeah yeah so that'll be it out as be a single third single we release, um so. but yeah not really a favorite song per se just kind of like to get out there and have a good time and just play it all nice pretty cool um, so seeing you guys on Saturday, I thought you had such a wonderful live show. I loved being <laughs> a part you. of that. Thank you so, much. so what do you guys do to keep audiences engaged and entertained when you're playing live? Um, well, I, it's it's such a bummer that uh, Nathan couldn't be here because it's like <laughs> yeah, Nathan, he's a funny guy. That's he's, all. Yeah. That's he's Nathan. Cool. He just that's says Nathan. He, say, he says we're Nickelback every single show. Yeah, which is like, yeah. It's like, hey, don't say we're Nickelback, and then you'll like, hey guys, we're Nickelback, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, here we go again. No, yeah, I kind of yeah, just leave just, it up to Nathan. You know, he's the front man. He's the one up there on the mic doing a talking. So he kind of just, you know, he tries to just be a little goofy up there and you know yeah. just be loose and crack some jokes and make some funny references <laughs> that's nothing to do with our band yeah. um, that's yeah. that's that's, yeah, that's, right. that's that's become the stage presence so he always says something about like, his lunch lady or something like that yeah like, or, i don't know yeah well, i don't know what what, what it's all about but. so is it just like off the cuff like he just comes up with these crazy things pretty much yeah no it's all like off the, off the cuff or he'll start talking in an accent he'll start talking in a british accent or something yeah. like it's just yeah whatever whatever he's feeling that day i guess right <laughs> yeah. so just to make it clear reruns is not a nickelback cover band everyone yeah. no, <laughs> will. i wish no sometimes. association yeah that'd be, that'd be really funny like, we probably wouldn't make it that far so now that we talked a little bit about your energy on stage um let's talk about your sound um what three words would you use to describe your music uh energetic kind of I don't know we like to like play music a little more like playful in a way that's more like we were really inspired by the strokes when we first started so that kind of that kind of feel to our music like it's just nice it's energetic yeah. and it's just energetic like, um maybe keep it simple for the most part we're not too technical maybe a little you know, um a little raunchy at times, <laughs> raunchy. I don't know. I can't. That's I, I'm putting I, I me on the spot here. I'm not, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not good with words. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find words to describe. I mean, like, stroke. Yeah, similar in like in veins like the strokes. And like recently, we've been kind of, you know, deviating away from that, or kind of, you know, because at first, like, all of our songs, like, you guys sound so much like the Strokes, and we're like, yeah, we we need to like, you know, we sound like too much like the Strokes. My band gets that daily. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The strokes? So yeah. I'm like, we, it's funny that we played together. We're just like two Strokes cover band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like it's a lot. I, your your guys' lead singer, what's his name? Wyatt. Wyatt. Hey, I feel Wyatt like Wyatt just gives. It. Even if you guys didn't sound like the Strokes, he, I feel like he just Custom gives Lockers. off that vibe. Yeah. He Julian just has Custom that vibe. Mm -hmm. It's like I swear, if you just down strum or like yeah. play music yeah. like that, or 
you're just down strumming. You're like, oh, it's a strokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you're just playing like those. But yeah, I guess know. we only came up with like one word. So yeah. I like raunchy. Yeah. <laughs> Two <laughs> raunchy words. Music. You got a third? Raunchy third word? and energetic. My mildly raunchy, I guess. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> All right, sure, that works. Mildly, raunchy, energetic. Nice. Okay, I, I guess uh, Nathan's be like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> sorry, Nathan. Yeah, um, sorry, Nathan. So, kind of getting into some some more fun questions, and you guys talked about obviously you like the Strokes. Maybe you've seen them live. Maybe this can tie in. Maybe Which not. Um, but what is the best concert you've ever attended? Or also, if you have a more fun story, the worst. Best concert. I don't know. I just saw Interpol. That was pretty pretty good. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, that's tough because uh, my music taste is yeah very different these See, days. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of the indie thing. He's he goes a little more electronic. Yeah, like I'm, I'm I've gotten super into just like electronic, like EDM type, <laughs> EDM type music. Um, but as far as our genre of music goes, I mean, we saw Spirit Ghost and oh, Sasha and the Valentines. Yeah. I don't know if you have heard of them at all. They're pretty small, a small band from Texas, but they're really um, they're really good. Like I remember we because when we first started a band you like you, like you think every band's like so big but they were like they're i mean they were pretty small the yeah they were playing at the lunchbox venue and yeah. we went and we were like the only people there like and they're they have a decent following and you know pretty good monthly listener number on spotify um and super high quality legit music um and yeah they were on tour and they came out to arizona at the lunchbox and we were like the only people there but i loved it they were so oh good. yeah like they that were, definitely left like an they just they deserved us. like much more than what was there but yeah. um i hope they realize that we were like you know the only people in the crowd were really like whoa and i mean like, <laughs> i feel like that made for like a more intimate show right? Yo, like they were saying directly to you yeah exactly <laughs> that's awesome um so maybe this can give you like more of a idea of like you can talk about your different genres that you enjoy listening to your yeah, yeah. EDM yeah, and, yeah um maybe you have a little bit more of an eclectic music taste <laughs> But um, what five songs have been the most influential for you throughout your lifetime? Um, yeah, just drop five songs that come to mind. Don't even think about it. Just uh, what comes to mind? You want to go first? Top five. Oh, you want me to go first? <laughs> yeah, go. Um, go Nickelback, Nickelback, Creed. <laughs> Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good question. Uh, maybe uh, Promises by Nero. Uh, that's a good song. That's like an old classic that oh, I used I'm to really listen to as a kid. That was just like a super hype song. Just yeah. uh, crazy, crazy dubstep EDM. <laughs> Scary Monsters um, and what is no, it? No, but um, Vacations. Vacations is another band. They have a couple songs that have been pretty influential in my later life, like in 2018. Um, probably like, um, I think the album Relax. was called, was the album called Changes? That was the album. I think it was called Changes. There, there. I think it came out in 2018. Yeah, album like Changes. Showed it Anything us. could happen. Yeah. That song on Changes that they came out with that was really good. That was pretty influential. Um, that's two. Yeah, Ben, I'm gonna let you do two, and then I'll keep okay. thinking. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, those, that early like indie stuff was like, um, like a lot of like people are doing like that. You know, like Day Glow. There's a bunch of those bands mm -hmm. that kind of have that like very indie sound we were just really into that at the time um i think since then we've kind of deviated a little bit from it but we still kind of like we listen to that, that music like all the time but like two songs i'm trying to think obviously like a stroke song like the modern age or like someday like that's probably out of like for all of us or at least me and nathan like definitely had an impact 
And then um, person-wise, like Interpol, I really like Interpol. So that's kind of like when I started getting more like post-punk and like more like experimental music in a way. That was kind of like a good way to get into it. It's so, like Obstacle One off like their first album. Like mm -hmm. I love that, love that song, the bass line in it. I just love everything about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My first bassist was so good. And they, um, but yeah, that I still went to go see him. I think shoot, when did I see him? A couple months ago at the Marquee, and they played it. And I was I was so happy. Right on. That's it's a like, good venue too. I feel like oh it yeah, been like a rad show. Oh, it was it was. I saw packed. Interpol years ago um, in San Francisco at a oh, venue there, yeah. and that was my Interpol phase where I was like listening to their albums yeah. like every day. I got um, turned on the bright lights on vinyl, yes, and I was is. just like, this is my band. So. The hype like a couple months before you see the band and then actually seeing it is just like the most exciting feeling. I know, you know what I, I know. mean? It's like, it's just as like a high that you're like wanting yeah, to achieve. Yeah, I remember when I first like really got into the album, I was just like, I don't know. It was like everything I liked in the strokes, but a little mm -hmm. more, you know, a little more moody and I liked that. Exactly. You know I mean? I've never heard anyone like verbalize that, but that's so accurate. Yeah, yeah. it's like, we. I don't know, I love They're that. like a mature strokes. Literally, yeah. yeah absolutely. Exactly. I and totally get that. And it was like, and if you like Joy Division, it's like right up your alley. A lot of people like to, you know, discredit them that they sound like Joy Division, which like, and sometimes they can, but like, I don't know, I really, I just, I love that first album they made. It's so Absolutely. great. And Paul Banks and all that. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, that was, that was, how many did you even list? <laughs> I was at like two. two. I only listed two. But I, I just said two as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of it's hard for me to answer that question because I'm kind of one of those people that like I love music and I have like a ton of different genres, a ton of different artists all saved in my phone. But I'm just like I could love an artist so much and it could be my favorite artist that I've listened to since I was a kid. And I still won't remember song names or stuff like that. I don't <laughs> yeah, know why exactly. my memory just doesn't work like that. So, <laughs> yeah, you have a pretty diverse music taste. Yeah. Recently, though, um, Avalanche by um by vacations is also a really good song it's from a 2020 album um that song i've been enjoying a lot oh, recently oh yeah so. is that the more like synth yeah it's synth a lot more poppy pop yeah like the album yeah. super poppy it's really good though i enjoy it um that's that's all i got my memory can't work harder than that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think another one uh that band do you remember hot flash heat wave yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, hesitations? Is that, hesitations? Is that the band? And then that's what's the, the other one? That's that Gutter was... Girl, I think that's what it's called. Oh, that that bit. Like, that's like when we first started. We were yeah, really Hot Flash, Heat Wave, uh, Hesitations. That definitely was influential. And like the start of our band, I feel like getting just like, giving those just like, ah, like exciting, just like I want to play, I yeah. want to get up on so, stage. It was so exciting at the time, like listening to all the music. Yeah, it just gets like, you hype. Try to make this. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Even um, what's, I feel like it's all popular now because of TikTok, but Kill, <laughs> Kill Be Girl. <laughs> The, oh, the Backseat Lovers. Backseat Lovers. Yeah. That song's like blown up now, so it's kind of like not that cool to like it anymore, I feel like. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, no, yeah. Backseat Lovers. I mean, they've been killing it recently. Yeah, that's too. a good one, too. Like they're, I'm, I'm going to go see them in really? next week. Outside outside Lands in San Francisco. Oh, that's wow. that. They're gonna yeah, be yeah. I'm, I'm going there next week. I'm, I'm super excited. That's sweet. We're going to catch the last day of it. So Who's um, headlining that? I want to say the day I'm going, which is the last day, I think it's Post Malone. And then okay. I think Weezer's going to be there. Yeah. Mitzi Ski, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, so. We like me and my girlfriend want to go to the Mitski concert so bad. Yeah. And it's, it's sold out so fast. And like, for sure. And so we're really excited about that. Dude, no, Outside Lands is one of those festivals where it's like they always keep you on your toes with the lineup. It's yeah, like it's such so a like, good. eclectic lineup. And it's like one year I went, I think Kanye West played. Really? And um, 
who else? I saw the Killers at Outside Lands oh, one wow. year. Um, Flume. Just Flume like, is awesome. Yeah, Flume, no, Flume, uh, Flume his, is awesome. His show, like there were people like climbing on top of trees. Like people <laughs> wow. were going wild for Flume. Oh like, my god! Just and that's another thing. Like just like the energy that certain artists like like cultivate yeah. in their audiences like it's just like yeah it's like a cult people go <laughs> wild and especially at a festival it's like they're outside yeah like, yeah yeah you're gonna have a lot of fun that's gonna it's be, be awesome. a good time it's yeah. in golden gate park i'm excited yeah especially in sf that'll be dope oh yeah i love san francisco so much but yeah I'm excited about it, to go see that Backseat Lovers. I'm trying to think who else is going to be there. There's a bunch of like small bands. I'm really excited to see. There's always like cool bands you kind of discover at those festivals. You oh know what yeah. I mean? Good thing about festivals is you'll go for one person and then you'll leave like discovering your favorite band that you never knew even yeah. existed. Yeah, exactly. It's so fun. Exactly. I always look forward to that. Yeah. Exactly. You get to check out the San Francisco scene. Yeah, exactly. The San Francisco music scene. Um, but okay, another fun question. What would be your go-to karaoke song maybe some nickelback or um nickelback be hilarious yeah. probably <laughs> probably definitely like uh what's that song is it soldier boy uh swag on turn my swag on uh, turn my swag on that'd probably be my that'd probably be my that go-to a banger that's a good song i know like all the lyrics so yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we're ready yeah nickelback no me arms wide open by Creed. oh yeah <laughs> all you gotta do is well, arm wide open you just gotta yeah, like let's hear your best creed in- impressions oh i don't i, I don't <laughs> so I'm, I'm out. yeah i'm yeah. out i'm out you just gotta like talk like this. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Got, it. got it. That's all you gotta got do. It. Yeah, I think everyone in the '90s was just trying to copy uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, Eddie was true. Power from Pearl Jam, so everyone was just like, that post grunge music is so funny. So Nickelback, uh, what's it? Creed. What's another band from that era? I don't know. He lost. Oh, yeah. Uba Stank. Oh yeah. Oh that song. Yeah, that song used to play my work, and oh my god. <laughs> That song is so melodramatic. It's hilarious. And yeah. that was back when like music videos were like the ultimate. So it was like these like super cheesy like dramatic yeah, music like, videos. I miss, I miss that era though. I just I want you to know. I miss that though. Like yeah. cool cheesy like music videos. I feel like it's not the same anymore. I, I like. And watching that was those. like iconic. Like you would even just see the music video, not even hear the song, no, and be like, yeah. "Oh, that's Huba Stank right yeah. there." Yeah. Yep. I actually discovered. Interpol, I think, in Tilly's, which is so funny. They were playing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Tell us more. They were, I think I was in Tilly's with my mom when I was like in f- <laughs> fourth grade, and on a TV they used to play like MTV music videos, yep. and so they had they had Slow Hands music video on, mm-hmm. and I watched the the music video for recently. I'm like, this is the cheesiest like music video. By the time I was like, this is so cool. Absolutely. And so I, I started listening to them, or I, I had like that one song, and I like rediscovered them. And then I was like, oh my God, they're actually really, really good. Yeah. Like, and so it was just so funny. Like, like I remember Tilly's used to always have like the funniest. Picking, like, up, picking up some uh, Nike SBs. Yeah, <laughs> picking up some like, uh, what is it, like skinny skinny jeans? Yeah. Uh, the RSQ yeah. skinny, RSQ skinny, skinny the jeans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like, they used to always have like, oh, like some stance shake, like met- Metro Station. Like they used to have like the, <laughs> the like very like emo music. And I was like, yeah. I think but. everyone <laughs> remembers the first time they heard whatever song it was from their favorite band. Yeah. And yeah. At Tilly. At, at, at Tilly. Tilly. At Tilly. Yeah. Yeah, in particular. Absolutely. What's the song, You Got What I Need? What is that? 
uh, Jet? No. No, it's like you. You got what I need. Oh, you said. You said. Just. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> what is his name? Um. Biz Marquis. That is oh, that. Yeah. That yeah. is a core memory oh, song for me at Tilly's. <laughs> I was coming in with the assist. I was at Tilly's. Yeah, I was at Tilly's when I first heard that song. That's the that's my core memory song. I feel like you guys go to Tilly's a lot when no. we were young. Oh, right? yeah. When we were young. Yeah. Okay. When we were young. Like you leave the tag on your backpack just to let everyone. There's know like you went a time. To there's a time. There's a time. Place you, for it. There's a time when you graduate and you go to Tilly's for the last time. Yeah. You just yeah. never go again. Tilly's graduation. Oh my god. <laughs> so, um, so hearing that song, then you kind of like discovered the Interpol discography. So I'm curious, my next question for you guys is what's your favorite album from start to finish? We like to call it your you know, your desert island album. If you were mm. stuck on a desert island, what album would you not get sick of? Hmm. That's hard. You gotta go first. I gotta look at my Spotify. Uh, <laughs> cheating, cheating. This guy. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So maybe that Interpol, like Turn on the Bright Lights, is definitely one of those albums. It's just so good from front to back. Oh yeah. Uh, the last song, the new on there, is like I love that song so much. I know. It's so good. That's like a sleeper hit. It, too, I know. Well, it's like it, the last song, and it's like. Cause it's like a love song at first, and then it just gets really crazy at the end. And, and I'll like, say, I love the guitar part on that. Oh, like you probably, the guitar is so good. It's That's so good on that song. Yeah. There's only a, a part where they're just like playing. I think in like an open E string, and they're just tuning it down yeah. and tuning it back it's up. Insane. And I'm like, I can't do it. Like I, I can't nail I'm like, that how, part. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how could you do that and not like and stay in tune? Like mm-hmm. I'm like, they better have, like hopefully I have like a it's tuner. Inspiring. Yeah, yeah, it is really inspiring. I'm like, oh my god, but that or um, I'm trying to think of an album. Recently, there's this band called Woman that's really good. They're from like the 2010s. I, I was just listening to them the other day. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like they're, they're super Canadian, cool. yeah, like Canadian yeah. band from. Oh my god, I I, I did so much research into them because <laughs> it's just like they're very very interesting. Um, they're like a really low key like indie band from like 2010s, and they're just kind of like weird. I don't know. It's like twangy post-punk in a way so it's like kind of joy division-esque but um, there's just something about it it's just like their music is so good it's like it can be really like heartfelt and then it can get just get really eerie oh, yeah. it's kind of has a eerie vibe to it it's like a kind of a album you listen to in winter and then they broke up I think they broke up. I think they literally fought on stage. I yeah, that's out. what I heard. It was two brothers. Yeah, it was two like brothers. And they fought and broke up during a performance. They, they literally fought on stage and then they're like, all right, that's it. And then I think the, one of the brothers passed And then they made away. a new band. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Another guy in the band passed away like three weeks later. Yeah, like it was story. It was like, it's crazy. It's so funny that you're talking about this because yesterday someone was telling me like all the women lore. Yeah. Like I just I, got it, the they, whole lore of They're one of those band. bands that's like, like, yeah, it's like you, you if you get into them, you like kind of like get really Deep yeah, because they're yeah. just like, like they're kind of an enigma. They're just like, mm-hmm. you know, they're just that <laughs> one band at the time that like, and they're just like, they we're just so unique. Uh, and I feel like a lot of bands these days kind of like, you know, do that sound they're doing. But yeah, I think the new band's called, they were called Viet Cong for a bit. And then also that name kind of made some people, you know, mad for obvious reasons. And then so they changed the preoccupations. Mm -hmm. And so that's like the new band. But yeah, that's like their, um, 
their album Public Strain. That's like one of my yep. favorite albums. I was listening ever. to it this morning. It's so, so good. It's just so like oh, it's just like and the way it's produced too from like Chad Van Galen. Mm-hmm. You know Chad Van Galen? No. He made um he had a song in Skate Three. <laughs> it's called Bare Feet on Wet Grip Tape. If I oh, if I if play, you played it, I'd know it. Yeah, yeah. it's literally like a it's a Skate Three classic. Yeah. So, but I would probably say those two. I don't know. It's hard to choose which one though. Cause that one is good, but it's kind of like that album's kind of like if I were to listen to it, I feel like it'd be it's kind of eerie and not too lighthearted. I mean, it got a little yeah. bit, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that for my maybe the Strokes one. I mean, you have yeah. to think of the easy. circumstances too. Like you're alone on an island. It's like, would you want it to be like something like brooding that you can like mope to, or something yeah. to like hype you up? Right. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Not to overthink it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry for partying, Rocky, or sorry for. Parting, or what, how do you say? Party rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Party <laughs> rocking. Like, yeah, yeah. That is, I guess that could be a Desiree now. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Just listen to that. Have you yeah. seen that music video? It's wild. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. It's awesome. Good. That could only come out in like, what, 2012? Yeah, that sounds about right. 2011, 2012. Yeah. yeah oh era. my God, like the swag. Kelly's era. Kelly's yeah. era. Yeah. Or, or, the golden era. I remember oh watching God. those music videos at AMF Bowling Alley. <laughs> yeah, that bowling. is... <laughs> That was, that was another core memory. Bowling, right yeah, bowling alleys always have like the best music. Yeah. They're always like the best throwbacks. I don't know. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. They still do it, which is cool. I know. And they um, have like the little, like, you know, like when you get like a strike and it has that little like animation yeah. and it's just yeah, so. Yeah, fever dream animations. <laughs> yeah. Fever dream Okay, animations. so let's hear yours. Did you get an album? I did. I did actually. Um, I would probably have to say Inner Speaker. Yeah. By Tame Impala. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. That is so one cool. album like. That's just the funny thing with me and the, I guess, ironic thing about me being in this band and being a musician, quote unquote, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, um, is like, I'm just not like crazy musically inclined as it go like as it comes to like um, music, like what I listen to and like my research on, you know, artists and all these, like all this little, all this stuff you guys are talking about. I'm just kind of like, well, I, don't, I don't really yeah. know. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I still love to play music. You know, it's kind of funny. It's like, it's just weird in that way. But um, that is one album that I listened to like front to back fully loved so I, I bought it on it's... iTunes when I was a freshman in high school <laughs> I remember that. Um, and I that's a testament and when you buy it on iTunes yeah so that's how you know I, yeah I would definitely be able to listen to that um, it was a good one um, I am definitely before the hype train oh so. yeah so I'll, I'll, I'll hold that one. I'll hold the medal for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one was so good. And have you seen the documentary about it? I what he made. I think he made a documentary about it, and it's so interesting. Because is he, it the one where he's like in his house and he's like it's his, like it's the house on the beach? Yeah, and, yeah, has, like, I did. View of the I did. Beach, I did. And it's like there's this uh, the song Jeremy Storm. Yep, he Jeremy was, Storm. He was literally yeah. recording it, and it was literally like like a tornado outside. Like you can hear like the like the the windows are like yeah i remember when i was so young i was so fascinated by the fact that he plays all the instruments i didn't know like i didn't know that i found them it's so embarrassing <laughs> i used to like when i was in high school i would like look up you know like trippy videos to watch while high <laughs> like stupid stuff like that and so um, <laughs> they came tame impala he came up on my recommended through those videos on youtube and so i started watching his videos on youtube or the songs and that's how i found him and then started listening to him from there but it was on youtube actually which is kind of funny that's so funny i think i found him for vine Vine? Vine? yeah i found a lot of music for vine like i i I was like very 
into Vine. You're a Viner. Yeah, that's why I, like, I don't have TikTok now. Like I'm I, I, over. Uh, yeah, I'm over because I'm like that. Vine was that was it. I'm like that was like yeah. that was like I found a lot of music through Vine. I don't know why. Like I found like King Cruel. I found all these artists through mm, Vine. Yeah, King Cruel. King, King Cruel. King Cruel is really great. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I mean. I just I forget everything. Like I'm yeah, just and like, you're like oh King Cruel. I don't yeah. have like artists and all my music yeah. just like stored in here. I'm just yeah. like oh yeah, you know what? I did used to listen to King Cruel all the time. Yeah, I guess it's like you don't have to have like obscure music taste. You know what I mean to play music? No, exactly. Uh, I, I guess I'll be the, I guess know. I'll be the prime example. Like <laughs> a lot of people think that you have to be into like Deftones. Yeah, like, I, like oh Deftones. I do like Deftones. You do actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah never, mind, never mind. Yeah, I actually do like Deftones. And Limp Biscuit. I like a lot of kind of <laughs> Dude, stuff Limp Biscuit too. Is, oh my gosh. It's just one of those days. Yep. Uh, okay, <laughs> we've been talking a lot about visual, visual arts. Um, so, you know, if a movie was made about you guys or maybe like an AMF music video, uh, what actor do you think would play you? Or like, who's your dream? Who would you want Damn. to play you? Well, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I don't know for you. I can't even. I, I don't know. Maybe like, uh, hmm. I get um maybe Will Ferrell would play you. That'd be that'd be great. Michael Sarah, <laughs> Michael Sarah. That'd be funny. Just yeah. like an awkward Michael Sarah. Or um, who else? I'm not even good with actor names. Just um, say Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio would play you for sure. Yeah, definitely. Or Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Oh yeah, actually yeah, Adam Sandler. Like two sides of the spectrum, like Leo yeah. or Adam yeah. Sandler. Yeah, Dude, we were talking about Adam Sandler. I'm like, every day at my work, and how he could just like, he was so like, you could tell you he, he was definitely well off at the time. He was making all this like movies, but like his his outfits. Have you seen them before? Oh. Where it's like they're really baggy, like like um, like gym shorts and like like Air Monarch. It was just it's so yeah. so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I can't really think of like an actor that I would relate to enough to be like, yeah, I want them to play me if we had a movie. Um. If I had to go like persona in the screens, not outside of the screens, but in the screens, yeah. <laughs> their persona and all their movies and stuff, which is that which I like, is Johnny Depp, unfortunately. Mm. Um. So maybe that, or yeah. um. I don't know. That's about it. Like that's that's that's. You guys have good questions, but they're just like so hard. Yeah. To think about. Johnny Depp, Adam Sandler. You guys yeah. just you know your biopic. Yeah, like, right. I wish I had. That's a good duo. I, I wish I had like, like some like low key indie film. Who do you think would play Nathan? I don't know. Honestly, no. Never mind. I take back what I said. I think Johnny Depp would be Nathan. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, Johnny Nathan, Depp is, Nathan is definitely more just like the way he like it just jokes around and like kind of just like is goofy in that way. You know, I think of like his role in Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I think about. Just yeah, like kind of just funny and weird and goofy like that. I would definitely say like that's Nathan's like vibe. A, just you know, a chameleon in the desert. Isn't that what? What's that movie called? Oh, Ringo. Oh, yeah. Ringo. Yeah, that. There's <laughs> yeah, Nathan. There's yeah. Nathan right there. Nathan yeah. is Ringo. Oh my God. Rango, Rango, yeah. Like Ringo Star? Chameleon. I'm like a chameleon in the like, Yeah. I don't know why I think of Johnny Depp, but it's the first thing. And that's probably that's probably really bad. That is Nathan. I feel like it's bad. That's the first like movie I think of. It's oh Ringo, the kids movie about the lizard in the desert. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking of movies, do you guys have a favorite movie soundtrack or score? Yes, whatever? yes. I just okay. thought of, I thought about this yeah. on the way over. Tron, the Tron yeah. sound, okay. Daft yeah. Punk, Daft Punk Tron soundtrack. Oh my God, that movie, that soundtrack. I, if I could like die and teleport somewhere, I'd be in the world of Tron. Oh yeah. Great wow. answer. Yeah. Wonderful. 
Yeah, definitely Tron. I mean, Daft Punk is just so good. Oh my like, god! I, like, how can you not not like Daft rest Punk? Rest in peace. It's like yeah. not yeah. actually rest in peace, but yeah. they split up. <laughs> yeah, they're but, still alive. But yeah, definitely <laughs> Tron. Yeah, Tron Legacy uh, soundtrack definitely. Oh my god, it's, it's so amazing good. that whole movie and everything. I've heard. I've, I'm just a huge fanboy, but I've heard that there's talk about another one coming out that keeps. I keep seeing articles that keep popping up like recently that they're like might be in the works, might be in the works, might be in the works. So I guess uh, I guess we'll see. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I would cry if they never did. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Like I kind of like like watching like old spaghetti westerns. Like I love the music in that. Yeah. I love those. And also, Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. We're actually yeah, Twin Peaks soundtrack. I was like, I know I have something a little more interesting. I'm like, okay, um, yeah, Twin Peaks soundtrack is just so great. Just that little like, bass riff and being yeah. dun 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 dun. <laughs> like that's perfect. And then what's another one? There's a movie called, uh, it's called Kids. I want to say it's called Kids. It's like a Harmony, I think his name's Harmony something. Harmony Coring? Yeah, yeah. He like, it's this movie about like these like little skater kids in New York. And it's just like, it's kind of like a weird movie presence. It's like this kid's like spreading. It's like very dark. It's very dark. Yeah, it's this kid, it's this kid that's like, like trying to stop. Or is this girl that's trying to stop this kid because he's spreading like SEDs or something like that? And it's just like, but it's like through like a teenager. It's, it's very really gritty. Like I would describe that movie, like the vibe is gritty. Yeah. And it's like and it's, you don't even know what's going to happen at the end. And then when it does, you're like, yeah. No spoiler alerts. Is it kind of like mid nineties in a way, a little bit? Yeah, that but a mid, lot more. Mid nineties was a little kind of like dirtier, like kind of weird yeah. concepts in that movie, but it was good. Imagine that like times ten though. Gotcha. Like they're like stealing forties and like the you know like the liquor store, and they're like smoking and like an abandoned. I think like, they did. They did all that in mid nineties. It's like the club kids <laughs> of the nineties. It's like. It's just like more of a time. Like mid '90s was obviously not made in the mid '90s, yeah. but it's like more kids nostalgic. is like a '90s movie, so it's yeah. like it's like kind of like I would, mid '90s was very good. I'm not saying that it wasn't, but it's like, and I don't want to say it was like trying to be like kids, but yeah. it was like kids is just like top tier, like just. It's directing just a, and the acting a lot of those actors like were actually like skaters yeah, exactly and like that so. or like you know like it's just so super new york like yeah like that was the cool a, thing about mid-90s too though they did have um a lot of yeah like skaters sunny in there. Lasik, I think yeah. His name. Yeah. yeah they had a bunch of like la skaters but it's just a difference like i think that's based in la who is the director i know his oh, face jonah hill jonah, jonah hill, hill. Yeah, there jonah. We go. yeah yeah i think i feel like he's probably trying to like revive that Oh yeah, yeah. Because has he done any work other than that I since? Know. I feel that like that was his directorial debut. I think that was. And then that, yeah. that was it, though. He hasn't. I haven't seen him working on anything else. Like I did it, and it didn't even did it do that well. I don't know. I feel like that movie kind of like it's like it was a movie that was more like you watched it. You're like, oh, it's so cool, it's skating. But like the plot wasn't anything too crazy. It was, was kind of like, kind of shorter too. It was kind of just like yeah. It was more like look at these like I don't think there was ever a resolution. Skating, there was never like a to, yeah yeah like listening to cool music. They all I think it was pants. very much like Jonah Hill's like fantasy of like how he wanted to like grow up and yeah, he was like I'm definitely. gonna like make this like a visual representation of like what I wanted and he has said in interviews and things like that that he was like always like picked on and stuff and he just wanted yeah. to be like a cool skater in the 90s so he's like so I'm gonna make a movie about it that's cool so yeah it's a good movie though I mean good soundtrack good. on that one too oh yeah, yeah not man. a bit contrived mm-hmm. they played that one it's this um it's like the sweetest song but it's like it's it's like the do 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 do. Oh no! You know what? Uh, just, <laughs> thinking about this to go back to that question with the movies and the soundtrack, I actually just thought about one movie too that I haven't seen in forever. Dope. 
the movie Dope. Oh, you guys see yes. That? It yeah, was on Netflix like a while ago. Oh, my God. I Remind me of the plot. It's about um, t- these teens in L.A. They go to school. Um, you know what? I don't even remember the plot exactly. It sounds so familiar. Because it, it's it, weird. It turns into like it turns into yeah. like I'm pretty sure like they get involved with like drugs or some yeah. bad thing happens. But they're going to high school and like all this stuff. But the soundtrack is really cool. I think they have like a lot of like Nas and all uh, that stuff in there. Something Kendrick and stuff like that. Yeah, I, think I remember this cover. It's, like, it's an L.A. It has a Grammy. Oh, I do yeah. remember it has that movie. Donuts on it. Right? It was good. Yeah. It was a good yeah. movie. But the soundtrack was really cool. I remember. I found a lot of songs that I listened to a lot when I was a freshman too. Oh yeah, I'm trying to think, what's the that one uh, album? It's like a uh, Perks Being a Wildfire, or oh, was it Wallflower? Wallflower. I can't oh. believe I said that wrong. But um, oh, the Smiths. It, was like yeah, the yeah. Like that's that that like one. the most like that's like the very indie kid movie. Mm-hmm. But I mean that also has a really good one because mm-hmm. it's just like yeah, all those like like Smith songs are just in it. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great one too. But. Yeah, honestly, yeah, kids, I, I totally forgot about the movie until you brought it up. And I was like, I forgot about that movie. And I think he made another movie after that called like Gumbo, which is like even even weird. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing clips of that movie. That yeah. movie, like I never watched it, but I saw the like the accordion with yeah, the, the screen pictures from it. <laughs> Funny years. Yeah, it was like it's like even the pictures were like kind of disturbing. Oh, like, it's very, I remember the, very there was a clip of like the kid eating like spaghetti in the bathtub and it was like just really like I don't I don't know. It's I like can, eerie. I don't it's like scary. it. It's just like unsettling. It's not like a traditional scary. Like it's like it's, it's just, just it's like sad. It just makes you feel like yeah i don't know it's just like yeah it's just weird i think the the director it's funny because he's been on like i think it's like the jimmy kimmel interviews and he gets kicked off like every time <laughs> like it's so funny because like there's a whole compilation of harmony or it's harmony klein harmony Korg. yeah Korg. he's just so awkward and just is like the worst like person to interview mm-hmm. i think and it's just so interesting because he mm-hmm. just you can tell he just doesn't want to be there or he doesn't like respond to their questions yeah. i don't know it's it's, it's it's i definitely recommend watching harmony uh yeah his like uh i think i'm trying to think of is jimmy kimmel or it's like day i think it might be david letterman or letterman uh late night show but yeah i definitely would recommend that it's super interesting but. So moving a little bit back to music, um, if you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead, who would it be and why? Hmm. That's, ah, wow. Um, I feel like it would have to be like along the lines of like our genre of music. Um, it doesn't have to maybe be. Maybe Morris, uh, not Morrissey, uh, um, Johnny Marr. Oh. From- I like the switch there. Yeah. I like we don't want more. No, we'll no take more. Johnny yeah, Marr, actually. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, dude, just like Johnny Marr is like guitar playing. Like I mean, so Nathan's yeah. so into Nathan saw Johnny Marr live. I think really too. Yeah, I feel like Nathan's answer would be the Strokes. Honestly, he would. He would. I think he would honestly collab, would say Johnny Marr. collab. Though. Oh yeah, like a little like uh, what's the what's the guitarist on the Strokes? There's um. Albert Hammond Albert Jr. Hammond Jr. Albert Hammond Jr. Yeah. Jr. Like it, yeah, Albert, he's like also like a really um, good musician to collab with. But honestly, like Kevin Parker from Tim Paul would be cool. Um, I think of- Remo Drive. Oh, I love okay. Remo Drive. Give them a Midwest emo. On Remo them. Drive yeah. in their in yeah. their in their prime. Not, no, Craig, not, yeah. not the greatest, the greatest hits. hits era. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yep. That that is another album actually. That if we had to go back to that question, <laughs> that I would probably pick. I love that album a lot. Every song on there is amazing. And I feel like you guys have the same energy as like Remo Drive. Yeah, like that would be a good mix. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys can yeah. tour together. Less emo, but yeah. I remember it's it's sad though. I remember I got super into the album and I got super into them. 
and then I looked into it and I looked, I was like reading stuff about them and watching videos and stuff. And then I found out that they were like, I guess they were on a podcast and they, um, who's the lead singer? What's his name? The lead singer? Oh, I don't, I'm not sh- quite sure. Oh, I don't well, know my remote drive. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the lead the singer, he was on this podcast and he had said, this was well after that, um, the album came out and he was saying that they made it as a joke. He literally said, he was like, we made this album as a joke. Like it was mm-hmm. literally just like it to make the corniest like emo, emo music, rock. but like it was actually music so ever. good. But it, it was like, so good. It was yeah. like, like if you listen to the lyrics, like you're like, yeah, I get like, they definitely did just like, they knew I what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so yeah, silly. yeah, it is kind of. But yeah, great. I was kind of bummed. He was like, "Yeah, it's just like it was kind of made as a joke a little bit." And then we just kind of went with it. But he's like, "That's not really like my favorite kind of music. That's not what like I want to make. You know, we oh, want to switch it up and make different stuff all the time." And like, la da da da, we'll probably never make stuff like that again. Yeah. Um, and then their second album came out. And the drummer, out, and that that like, drummer at the time with them who played that, that he's not even around anymore. Yeah, I think he left the band. He was really cool on uh, Audio Tree Live. That Audio Tree Live. Oh, that, I want to be on Audio Tree Live. So I would. Bad. I would literally seen, senior point. year. I would be like just ignoring class just watching their audio tree live every day it was yeah. getting me so hyped I love audio yeah, and tree that vibes. drummer is incredible he's, like, oh, the he's drums so on that whole his album. energy the drumming everything i miss that guy oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though i don't his yeah. name <laughs> miss you yeah, r.i.p he's original. alive but r.i.p yeah every <laughs> like, much it's like the third time we've said that throwing a lot of r.i.p yeah r.i.p even though it's not actually r.i.p um so as a way to kind of wrap this up um we'd like you guys to shout out a local band you would that the, you think we should interview next? Slugbug. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you guys are so good. Yeah, yeah, Slugbug. Um, who else? That'll be Ellie, like going back and forth yeah, with her no, mic, like, like interviewing <laughs> yeah, herself. Right. Yeah, dude. You guys remind me a lot of like Built a Spill. You know, yeah, Built a Spill. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I like. I told you guys lead guitars last that a time. Lot, yeah. I love Built a Spill so much. It has like this very '90s. Feel Dude, right? It. Like it's, it's so, very like of an era. Yeah, yeah. like it's like mid nineties. I don't know how to describe it. Like, like after that grunge, and it's like this perfect like era of music that mm-hmm. is just like, or like I always find all these like low key bands from nineties that are just so good. And yeah. it's like yeah, that's what you guys remind me of. It's just like that like era of music, especially like the. Um, lead guitarist playing is yes. just so no, Alex is incredibly Alex is into 90s and like stuff so like good. huge built to spill fan so it, like it makes sense and then yeah. why it's like I love the stroke so it's like the mix of both <laughs> like yeah, yeah. thank you guys I appreciate yeah, that is there anyone else that um, you really like and see like right now back before the pandemic there was a lot of bands that just kind of phased out like there's a lot yeah. of bands that aren't really I, I mean I feel like some of them are still bands but they're not doing anything at least not as far as shows go and so I don't even know like if they're really around or anything okay. so i never tapped out darling was, um uh, there were one but um who who did we play with at our first rebel lounge show that was they were really uh, good tapped out darling the first band just kidding they, just kidding I, I think that was pretty good those guys were super good and they were super awesome to be around but yeah, i have so no good. idea where they are or what they're doing I, they might still but be I, making music but i would know. definitely say check them out if they're still around yeah i really liked their persona and their music a lot, but um, yeah, I don't know what they're up to. I, I like that name. I've never heard of them. Yeah, just, yeah they're just really kidding. Have to check it out. I was very like, yeah, point eight. Like pre-COVID, like the music scene was just a lot different. Yeah, it was super different. Like, um, yeah, a bunch of band. I'm trying to think. Like, that's the thing I hate. I I miss that era. Like everything before yeah. the pandemic, it was just like, yeah, shows were nuts. Music was nuts. Everything was just super fun all around. But How, even house shows were always crazy. It's interesting seeing the like 
bands like pre-COVID and post-COVID. Like mm-hmm. I remember like pre-COVID Bummer Girl and then like them now, like they're, I mean, they're both, they both have bring that like really fun energy, but it's just like, it's crazy just seeing like what they used to do. Like when we used to play like house shows of them and all that. Yeah, everyone's changed a lot. Exactly. I'm trying yeah. to other no, bands. and I think there's like a new era coming in. There's a oh, lot definitely. of, I think with the pandemic, it created the forming of new bands. Like, yeah. That's kind of like slug bug. That's what happened with right. us. And like exactly. a lot of people we've been playing with now. So I think there's like a new era coming in. Yeah, and new, like new era. Yeah. Doing the that house definitely. show. Definitely and, weeded some people, some bands out for sure mm-hmm. too with that, you know, yeah. and the bands that stuck around or, you know. A little yeah. bit more dedicated. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think of other bands. I mean, there's a bunch of bands now. Like, um, I'm trying to think, what's the band? <laughs> this band called Glixen's really good. They're from, they're like a shoegaze band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I want to see them so bad. I've heard they're really, really good. Oh, no, heard... there's one other band that I do actually want to shout out. It's just too many bands, but. Yeah. Um, the Two Piece, the Two Piece that we played with. I forgot their name. Two Piece. We played with them at the Nile Underground. Uh, oh my God. They're like super into like, they were into like stuff that I liked, like Belmont and Remo Drive. They loved a lot. Their drummer's pretty crazy. Remember that it's, um, Greywoods? Greywoods. Oh, Greywoods is really good. Greywoods I love Greywoods. Awesome. I just, those played. guys, those guys are awesome. I honestly, yeah, thinking back now, I would definitely say have those guys on because they're, they're super so, nice, yeah. super amazing dudes. Drummer's I love them so much. Too. Yeah, drummer's so good. Super Remo Drive so cool, inspired. Yeah. Yeah, I love so Remo Drive. The drummer's nuts. He's like super math rocky when he plays. Oh, he's so good. But just he's such amazing dudes. Really good guitar too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they have a really interesting sound. Like yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's something and there's still a, sure. they're still a two piece, I'm pretty sure. They which is which du- is nuts. Yeah. They played a duster cover at oh. when I went to Big Nile when I was when I was there and like Oh my god, it was like really good. Like the guitar I, tone was like dead on, and I was like, "Oh wow. my god!" But yeah, they're really good. Um, Ultraviolet communication, like oh, yeah. I stayed. Yeah, I was like able to like catch their last couple songs at the house show, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like they're so so good. Yeah, there's really definitely good. some talented people in the scene oh, right 100%. now. Like, yeah. I, love, I think I can go on and on. Every like, time, I'm sure you guys know, like playing shows, like just hanging out with other local artists. Like people are so talented, yeah, and right. like. People past COVID have really been dedicated to the yeah, music yeah, and that round, and it's yeah. it's super cool. For and sure. you guys are a great example of that. Yeah, um, definitely. And definitely. so that's a great way to kind of wrap this up. Uh, you guys are releasing a new single. Yep, yeah. really awesome. Yep. New called single. Gone Away. So we want you guys to talk a little bit about that and any upcoming plans. But most of all, just want to say thank you so much for coming in and chatting with us. It's been so fun. Uh, so we are going to play your new single. But first, before we play it, what do you want listeners to know about the song or what upcoming plans do you have? Um, I don't know about anything specifically with the song in general, but just the album in general. I think that, um, especially with the times that we were talking about and the pandemic and COVID and everything, and just this long era, we've been around for a minute now. Um, a lo- definitely a lot of hard work has gone into it, I would say. Yeah. A lot of hard work and the recording, and this was the first time, this album is the first time that we've actually like taken the money and effort to get with a yeah, real uh, studio really- and really record something perfect. Professional and take it a little bit more seriously. So I think just a lot of work and um, effort has gone into this. A lot of money for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so it's, it's, it's worth we just it for sure. Definitely wanted to put something out there a little bit more professional that represents us and our hard work and our dedication. Um, because like our first EP was just it's not. We it's, recorded it's our first us. EP it's not in us. one day. Like all those songs. All like, those songs in one songs. day. Not a yeah. good studio. Nothing at all. So that's yeah. not. Us. I think it's also we we're just saying like amateur 
sure that we kind of like our, our takes we just do like a take and if even if it was iffy we just, like, it was just okay. yeah it was a long time ago but yeah. yeah i definitely would say that 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 doesn't represent us i think that this does um yeah. and so just putting something out there that's a lot more professional to who we are and just represents all of our hard work exactly and gone away in particular like i think we wrote that song a lot of the songs we did write in 2020 mm-hmm. um and we we've yeah, had they're, they're they, old they're they've old. been around for a, a long time just because we tried recording the album like a couple of ways like we tried recording it at um like we just we were going to do it very like by ourselves just because we we're like all right, i want to do it we want to make sure we get it right yeah we're going to have somebody record us record yeah, for us we, at do, our, we did, at, like, did a couple of times like yeah. we like recorded of this person this person and it was just like you know it was like we were just like you know we should just do the step up you know go to the studio we went to inner skies oh, inner actually. skies yeah shout out yeah. inner skies Super pat cool. that's where we recorded yeah yeah Awesome, awesome Pat, place. Awesome Pat guys. Is the coolest dude ever. Like, we love Pat. Um, he helped us out. And I think it's Mix and Mastered. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. I'll definitely make sure to include it in the uh, when we drop the single and all that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, we're super excited. Gone Away is very nice. That's a very like stroke song too. But I'm very excited about that one. It has, it's pretty energetic. It's pretty, um, yeah, yeah, even the drums. I think that's the song that's like a lot. I'm doing like a lot in that song. Yeah. It's like it's tough. It's, yeah. That was a tough song. Look at to it's fast. Yeah, it's, it's, a, fast, t- it's a tough but... song. And I'm like switching up a lot of things. Um, so yeah, that one's, yeah. A, that one's a good one. It's super tough. It's not super technical, but um, technical but for us. Nathan did, Nathan did mention on the Instagram. Uh, he, I think we are going with hindsight. For yeah. Yes, so yes. hindsight, the album will be called hindsight um just kind of a play on words you know because all these songs are they're older they're older yeah, like they're 20 almost like some of them are even like two years old yeah two years no, old so you know hindsight hindsight 2020 you know looking back like sort of you know just a little play on words but, yeah um, yeah we're super excited about it we've been you know sitting on it for so long we recorded it i think in october so yeah. we've had it yeah and then we've just been you know talking to the guy that's pretty uh, mass mixing and mastering yeah, it and like a- he sends in i'm like hey you know we've been you know you know trial and error trial and error yeah it, but he did forth. a great job it's been a process a but job. yeah yeah that's that's about it yeah cool it's exciting awesome yeah thank you for having us really appreciate it thank you yeah thank you guys yeah podcast is so fun we'll leave you with rerun's new single gone away off their new album hindsight stay tuned for that later this month <laughs>